Hello and welcome back to Podcast Interference. You join us after week 10 and we're going to have a little look at what happened in this uh, rather exciting week and I guess we'll reflect on how our, how our teams did in Dynasty a little later on so that I can get Jack to the end of the podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> we'll start as ever with our with our top 10 but before we do, how, how are you feeling uh, Mr Dixon about... Uh, about this week's games. Yeah, this week, yeah, I mean, it was a good week. There were some good fantasy performances. Just unfortunately, none of them were my players. So, um, like you said, I'll, I'll try and make it to the end for the for the integrity of the podcast. But yeah, not a good week for me. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, indeed. Um, but we'll get to that later. I suppose we'll, we'll, we'll kick off with our number one player of the week. I mean... It's a surprise. It's uh, it's old Pat Mahomes who's leading the charge this week with 37 points. So nice to see him back to form. He had, uh, let's have a look, 35 completions on 50 attempts, 406 passing yards, and five touchdowns. So he didn't he didn't make any rushing attempts, but phew, that's a, it's a good day at the office. It's nice to <laughs> nice to see him return to form. Yeah, that's the that's the Mahomes we we know and love. Um, you know, anyone doubting him was just just wrong. He was always going to come back at some point. You know, everyone's allowed a slump, and you know he's he's come back with four hundred yards and five touchdowns. Um, I saw a stat the other day. It was um, in games of four hundred yards and five touchdowns, he has three, which is already tied for the lead all time. And obviously, he's only played three seasons, so. The guy's just special. It was never going to be down and out forever. And I would imagine, now that he's got it back, I would imagine he's probably going to be in the top ten a few more times. <laughs> yeah, let's hope so. I mean, it, it was the Raiders who quite famously upset the Chiefs last year. Um, and I think this this is kind of... Yeah, yeah uh, divisional, grudge are... match, that type oh, of yeah. thing. And an absolute thrashing. 41-14. So, yeah, it's definitely... Definitely the game where it all clicked, and as you say, I think now that now that the Chiefs have kind of proven the doubters wrong, yeah, uh, it should only be on the up from here on here Agree. on out. Hopefully, um, okay, we'll move on to number two. It's uh, crikey, this is a this is a surprise. It's uh, <laughs> it's the man who who everyone was thinking his his comrade would be the one who's sitting in this spot. It's Debo Samuel. I think all the Ayuk. Uh, truthers in the off season, just hanging their heads in shame here because Debo's just completely <laughs> taken everything that they thought Ayuk would be uh, would be having. Um, sorry, stat lines. I almost forgot. We've got five rushing attempts for thirty six yards and a touchdown. Which you know, if you if you <laughs> if your running back did that, you, you wouldn't be too no. upset. Um, and then you've got five <laughs> targets, five receptions, very efficient, ninety seven yards and a touchdown. So. Great day, great day for for Debo. Though. Yeah, I, I don't think any of us could have could have quite predicted he'd, he'd be this spectacular. Like I said, all, a lot of people did have um, Brandon Ayuk rated higher, but you know, just shy of a thousand yards already on the season. You know, over eighteen yards a catch. Um, he, he's been absolutely fantastic, and yeah, anyone who's got Ayuk probably feeling pretty bad. But yeah, Debo has been a steal for most people this season. Yeah, I mean, I, I think he he was on people's radars, but not not particularly high up in the in the rankings. So, yeah, he's just leapfrogged, I think, and he's just become he's become fantastic. Yeah. And this week's just shown, especially against the Rams' defense, which you know is yeah. probably the the toughest, potentially, arguably the toughest. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in the league currently, yeah. um, 
you know, he's he's just done so well. Uh, I mean, he is number three in PPR scoring, the, the third wide receiver. So he, yeah, he's he's just he's just doing bits every week. <laughs> uh, I think the worst score he's had was a ten point two, and that was back in week three. Um, and and since then, you know, he's had he's had fantastic games. Very rarely dropping below sort of sixteen points. So he's consistent. just been a fantastic, consistent yeah. option. Uh, and then number three is someone who I certainly hope to be seeing in this top ten list a lot more often, uh, Stefan Diggs. Uh, he had a decent game this week, uh, as we had kind of predicted. We did, last finally. Week, when you're going up <laughs> against the Jets, uh, you're hoping for some standout performances, and this was his break. Uh, 13 targets, 8 receptions, a whopping 162 yards, and a touchdown. So, fantastic from, from Diggs there, 31 points, just shy of... of uh, Debo Samuel, so the two were very, very close in scoring. Yeah, dig f- finally that the, the breakout performance we were after. Um, we d- we've discussed it pretty much the last five weeks. How he, oh, he's he's underperformed again, but finally against that that dreadful Jets team. Hopefully, this kickstarts his season. Um, and if the if the Bills are scoring, really, it should be Diggs getting involved because obviously outside of him, they don't have anyone else really apart from Josh Allen who I'd class as you know elite so hopefully Diggs cracks on from here and um, we see him again in top 10 yeah I, I think we will, I think we will with a bit of luck he's he's just he's a quality player there's no one quite like him um, number 4 we've got another Chiefs player but this time we're heading over to the running back uh, section uh, we've got Daryl Williams who had a really good game uh, only 11 rushing attempts for 43 yards but in the receiving game, good grief! He, he was well, yeah. He he was amazing. Yeah, <laughs> nine yes. targets, nine receptions, one hundred and one yards, and a touchdown. Like that is they are wide receiver, top wide wide receiver one numbers. Those, um, which is phenomenal to see from a running back. Yeah, he was he was he was fantastic on the highlights. It was it was like watching Christy McCaffrey in the receiving game. It was it was crazy good. And I think, you know, it's a testament to how Mahomes was playing as well, because although he did throw for a lot of yards, he was, you know, he was calm, collected. He was taking those short passes to the running back. And obviously Williams turned it into a, a top 10 performance. Um, You know, he is good. I don't think we'll see him with this sort of week, perhaps every week. But, you know, he, he's got it in the locker. And if Mahomes keeps performing, he's, he's certainly going to be one to, to watch. Yeah, definitely will be. Um, Next up... CD Lamb, he had a great, great game. <laughs> Unfortunately, he did exit early, but I mean, th- there was no need to keep it. <laughs> it was a player massacre. of his quality on the field, was there? <laughs> no. uh, so the Cowboys beat the Falcons almost a shutout. They just had the one field goal, the Falcons, whereas uh, the Cowboys had a 43 point game, which more than made up for, for, for last week's shambles. Um, we've got one rushing attempt for 12 yards, which, which shafted me. I'm not going to lie, because. Initially, when when that rush had happened, it was recorded as a reception, um, meaning that his 94 yards was over 100, um, and he had an additional point, so I lost a few points there in our other league, uh, but Kieran, I'm sure, will have been very happy with that. Uh, seven targets, six receptions, 94 yards, as I said, and two touchdowns, so it was it a was great, great game for, for C.D. Lamb, and nice to see him pop off. Yeah, I mean the, the the Cowboys were were fantastic. This is the game you you would you know want them to have after that a dismal performance against the Broncos. Um, yeah, Prescott was perfect. No no turnovers, and obviously Lamb is his favorite target on the day. Um, he's just he's he's one of my favorite receivers. I gotta be honest. Obviously, he's only twenty two years of age. 
you know, 800 yards already on the season. He's going to be he's going to be good for a long time. Yeah, I mean, as far as dynasty yeah. assets go, he is, he is a top one. Yeah. And uh, God, I'd love to have him on my team, but I, I can't see Kieran. <laughs> Pay the earth uh, for that. <laughs> yeah, I'd have to prize them, prize them from him. Um, and then at number six, we've got a rookie, the only rookie to enter the top ten, uh, and it's Ramondre Stevenson, who has been kind of <laughs> kept fettered for most of the season. Everyone's been cheering for him to be let loose. And it, it seems like Belichick's finally uh, decided to, to let him stand in that spotlight. He had 55% uh, snap percentage on the game. But even with kind of only half the snaps, he, uh, he, he performed admirably. 20 rushing attempts for 100 yards and two touchdowns, which in itself is a great turnout. But just to add a little bit more juice there, we've got five targets, four receptions and 14 yards, which just another 5.4 points on there so really really good game for for Stevenson which is nice to see I think given that we're probably going to be see him seeing him uh, be a bit more prominent from now on yes yeah, I mean obviously he's certainly done done wonders with the opportunity obviously um Damian Harris sat this one out I believe he is back this week so it'll probably be back to backfield by committee but the fact that Stevenson has performed like this you know certainly worth picking up if you can um i think is especially with them getting in the end zone as much as they are the patriots seem to be on fire at the minute so maybe a, a waiver wire pickup certainly for a lot of people there yeah yeah he's uh bombed he off. Good. Um, we'll see see how he fares going forward next up uh aj dylan uh, um he obviously took over for uh for aaron jones after his his injury um Good news, I guess, for Jones owners is I think he's only expected to be out for one to two weeks. Yep. It's a, a mild MCL sprain, um, so that's that's good for for owners of of Jones. But for owners of Dylan, you know, you've got a good pickup for the next couple of weeks because he certainly showed against the Seahawks how well he can play. Um, so we have uh, twenty one rushing attempts for sixty six yards and two touchdowns, and then we've got an additional two targets, two receptions, and sixty two yards. Uh, in the passing game as well, so in the receiving game rather. So, yeah, great, great turnout for him. Another twenty-seven point game there. So nice little, uh, nice little waiver wire pickup if he's still on on the waivers for sure. Yeah, like like you said, I think he is still available in a decent amount of leagues. He's, he's just over four hundred yards on the season. Um, he can catch the ball as well. Um, I think certainly for the next two weeks, if that is the time, um, Aaron Jones misses, he's going to be he's going to be a fantastic one. Obviously, this wasn't a very good game to watch. I watched a decent chunk of the Seahawks game, but yeah, Dylan was was the difference in the end with those two touchdowns. So yeah, if you can pick him up, definitely get him. Yeah, for sure. And then we have our third uh, chief in in this <laughs> top ten list. Uh, we've got Tyreek Hill, of course, uh, um, of course. who. Had a had a fantastic game again. Uh, he's he's quite a frequent visitor to, to this uh, yeah. first section of the podcast, isn't he? Um, so we had a twenty seven point game overall for him. Uh, he had one rushing attempt for two yards, uh, but obviously it's in the passing game that he's uh, he's he's really good as a wide receiver, of course. Uh, ten ten targets, seven receptions, eighty three yards, and two touchdowns. So uh, so a good game for for Tyreek Hill. 
yeah, I mean, if, if, if Mahomes is doing well, Hill's realistically going to be in the top 10 as well, I think. Um, say, you know, seven catches, 83 yards, two touchdowns. He's just so, so versatile. You know, he can have he could have seven catches for 80 yards. Next week, it could be seven catches for 180 yards uh, in that passing offense with it being so so potent. If Mahomes is on fire, he is, he's probably the, the most valuable receiver in the league from a fantasy perspective. Yeah, oh, definitely. And then uh, the golden child that we were speaking about before, <laughs> uh, Mr. Dak Prescott comes in at number nine. He had a great game, two uh, two rushing attempts, five yards and a touchdown. And then he had uh, 31 attempts passing with 24 completions, 296 yards and two touchdowns. So no turnovers for, for Dak. He, he played very, very well. Yeah, fantastic performance, like we said. Um, you know, big... Big statement needed after the the Broncos um, loss. Um, obviously, Prescott can run the ball, so he's he's capable of getting those rushing touchdowns. And I think this win sort of proves to 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 anyone that was doubting them after the Broncos game that they are one of the Super Bowl favourites. Um, so I think yeah, I think Prescott's gonna continue to be in this top ten for the rest of the season. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm enjoying watching this uh, this Cowboys team. It's, it's very fun really, to watch. Really well. Very fun to yeah. watch. I think there's a bit of a stigma about the Cowboys and, and you shouldn't <laughs> really support them, them in, in, in any way, <laughs> yeah. but I've got to say this year, yeah. I, if they went all the way, I'd be I'd be happy for them. I love Dak as a, as a quarterback. I think he's fantastic as a as a captain and as a leader. Agreed. And he's got some really good talent around him and it's, uh, as you say, C.D. Lamb, you can't help but love the guy. Um I saw a clip earlier. He, he kind of headbutted uh, oh, without Dak the helmet on, after, <laughs> without his helmet on, and everyone was like, "Why is Dak Prescott bleeding?" It's because CD Lamb just <laughs> nutted him <laughs> with his helmet on. Oh, yeah, I saw. Oh, yeah, that. <laughs> crazy. Um, and then at number ten, squeaking his way in by the skin of his teeth, is a man that we would have expected to be mentioning practically every week, and that's Christian McCaffrey. It's uh, it's good to see him back. Well, I say that I was very sad in in one of our leagues uh, because he cost me it. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean he is he's just a generational talent oh, in that yeah. running back position, and and you know the st- he has the stats to prove it, especially this week. Thirteen attempts, rushing ninety five yards, and then it's the passing game that really bolsters his stats. Ten targets, ten receptions, and sixty six yards. The only thing he was missing was a touchdown. Yeah, I mean, the, the fact that he can be in the top 10, I think this is the second time this year he's been in the top 10 without scoring a touchdown, which is just ludicrous uh, as a running back especially. Um, you know, 10 receptions, and that's something he's going to do every single week. Um, hopefully, fingers crossed, he stays he stays injury-free. Um, the Panthers are obviously going to look to try and push into the playoffs, but yeah, he's just incredible. Um, and I'd be shocked if he wasn't. Barring a horrific injury, I'd be shocked if he wasn't the first pick again next year, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is just the injury, kind of, the likelihood of injury that, that's the scary thing for him. I guess he is he is utilised heavily by that uh, that Panthers offence. He is practically their offence, yeah, yeah. to be honest. <laughs> um, so an injury is... is is likely just just by the amount of usage he gets. I mean, you look back at, at week one, which was his his best score this season, twenty seven point seven. That was against the Jets. He was you know on eighty nine percent of snaps, whereas <laughs> they're kind of gradually easing him back in now. Fifty nine percent was this game with twenty six points, so he was almost as good. But you know, you're looking at a kind of quite a hefty thirty percent 
snap percentage decrease. Yeah. So I think I think the uh, the Panthers know themselves that you know to get the best out of him, they don't want to be overutilizing him. So if they can kind of strike that balance, not risk his health as much. That's perfect. Like you say, there's there's no reason why he wouldn't be first off the yeah. off the table next year. Um, although I think Derek Henry is going to be probably set second, even though he's had the injury this year. I think I can't wait to see him in the playoffs. Yeah, is it? well, yeah. If he definitely does come back, then he's going to be absolutely crazy, isn't he? He still leads the league in yeah. uh, in yards. So, uh, despite the fact he's that he's, two he's, he's had a prolonged off yeah. now, so absolutely crazy. Uh, so that's our top ten. Are there any other kind of players that that you think performed ridiculously well in spite of all the odds? I mean, Cooper Cup springs to mind as yeah. one lone bright spot on a very sort of substandard offense this week. <laughs> one lone bright spot on my dynasty team as well, but uh, I digress. Um, we'll get to that. Yeah. We'll get to it. Don't worry, it's coming. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think yeah, a few players to shout out. I think I think um, Jonathan Taylor, Colts again. Um, obviously he's now tied with Henry for first in rushing he's been absolutely incredible um, these last few weeks again going over 100 yards in the Colts win um, yeah anyone who's got Jonathan Taylor is going to be buzzing at the minute um, although it wasn't a great fantasy performance I was I was impressed with Jalen Hurts versus the Broncos I didn't I didn't think he would do um, as well as he did against that defence um, likewise Devonta Smith the rookie receiver getting two touchdowns in that game um, one of them being an absolute crazy catch. Um, and Justin Jefferson as well, although he didn't get in the end zone, so he wasn't in the top 10. You know, nine catches, 143 yards. He, he looked absolutely amazing in the in the Vikings win as well. Yeah, I think good assessments. I would like to mention as well, Antonio Gibson, he had the best game of the season for him. Um, just, I think his, his week five performance was was only slightly worse uh, but it's it's nice to see that he's actually yeah. playing quite well. Going into the season, he was obviously a very hot topic for, for a lot of people, and people thought he was going to be utterly fantastic. And he is down at number 19 overall running back, which, you know, people were pitching him as definitely a top 12 option. So um, nice to see him kind of returning to a bit of form there. Um, but as you say, it's uh, it's just been it's just been a crazy crazy week, and there's been some really really fantastic performances and some bad ones, tra- <laughs> and some bad ones. Yeah, I guess we'll we'll get onto that a little later when we analyse our team's performances. But uh, yeah, week ten, we're into double digits. It's behind us. We're heading into week eleven now, which is just absolutely crazy. Uh, so we've got what seven weeks left. Yep. Um, and then, and then it's all over, gang. We've got to wait. We've got to wait a whole new year. Ah, it's depressing, but we've got to enjoy what we have left. Um, so, speaking of which, let's look forward to uh, week to week 11. eleven. So, absolutely riveting matchup again. These uh, these Thursday nights. These Thursday nights. <laughs> Just... Oh God, there's been some fantastic ones, hasn't there? Um, but there's also been some. Oh man, I don't think I'm. I don't think I'm staying up for this one either. No, you. Uh, yeah. We've got the, the the Falcons and the Patriots. I mean, <sighs> yeah, I'm I'm happy to wake up the day after and just see what happened. To be honest, yeah, I will. I will watch the highlights of this one. Um, it's like the the Falcons had a had a pretty dreadful performance, obviously against the uh, against the Cowboys. The, the, the Patriots' defense is is no joke. Again, under Bill Belichick, obviously they held Cleveland to seven points. Matt Ryan looked to me like he should just po- probably retire the other day. Um, so, yeah, I, I think the Patriots, Mac Jones has been amazing. He, he's not really turning it over. 
he's currently on pace to break the rookie passing completion percentage record currently nearly 70 percent so yeah I, I think the Patriots win um and again like we discussed earlier you know Stevenson a good way of wire pick up Damian Harris um if he's back to full full strength but yeah I, I don't think the Falcons offense can do much in this one unfortunately um and the only player you're probably starting is is Patterson just because he's such a utility weapon yeah, yeah. I guess you would maybe consider Pitts just because that tight end yeah. position so so thin. But yeah, even very then, true. I don't think you'd be expecting too much of a of a of a performance from him. But no, great assessment. I think the Patriots they're they're kind yeah. of yeah, sneaky they're, good. They're, they're sneaky good for sure. Yeah, Mike Jones has been as far as kind of I think technical proficiency and and uh, sort of responsiveness to to his new responsibility as head of a franchise on well leader of a franchise i guess in a sense uh in the nfl i do think mac jones might be my favorite quarterback out of this last year's draft just at the moment i do obviously think trevor lawrence has done an all right job of trying to steady the ship but he's (laughs) he's not been the golden child that was promised but i don't know whether that's due to the people around him um which it more than likely is, but Mac Jones is in a sort of similarish situation in that you know he's he's brand new and I mean there's not really any Patriots wide receivers that I could reel off the top of my head that I'd absolutely love to have on my fantasy team, um, no. but you know he's he's doing all right. I think uh, you know in time he might actually rise to be a pretty decent option. I just think as far as fantasy is concerned, he's just like yeah, it's just like a bit he's standing in treacle all the time. He doesn't move. And yeah. that's that's the problem, you know. When you've got running backs like Jalen Hurts, who arguably Mac Jones might be a better real life quarterback, or he will yeah. be a real better real life quarterback. But you know, I'd rather have Jalen Hurts any day. On your fantasy just, team, yeah. Well, that's it. He's <laughs> yeah. just got that. He's got the legs. He he can move fast, and and that's what you want from your, yeah. your quarterbacks is that mobility. Um, so yeah, it's it's a, it's an interesting one. I, I'll watch I'll watch the Patriots' development with interest. I think just because, as you say, they are sneaky good. They've uh, <laughs> definitely turned a corner after after last year for sure. Oh yeah. Um, next up, we've got the Bears and the Ravens. Yeah, I mean this will be a, an interesting game. Um, I think I think just Justin Fields obviously he's, he's come along over these past few weeks. Um, Whereas the Ravens did have a, a tough loss last week, I think the Ravens probably probably bounce back and win this one. Um, but it, it's it's one of those ones where I don't think it'll be brilliant fantasy wise. Um, Lamar struggled last time out, um, only fifteen points. Um, and the Bears defense, although they're three and six, the Bears defense isn't terrible. Um, so I I think this the Ravens win, but I, I would expect this to be a relatively boring game for fantasy if it was me. It is nice to have David Montgomery back. That's one thing I will say. Um, and the Ravens, oh, I'm <laughs> and the Ravens, I've missed the man. Oh yeah, he's he's incredible. Um, that's that's turned several of my teams around getting him back. Um, so he's going to be worth a start. Um, because the Ravens' defense over the past few weeks have given up some big plays, but yeah, I think the Ravens win. Um, and it's probably a fairly low-scoring affair. Yeah, I I think I agree with that. I mean, we've had uh, we've had some absolutely fantastic performances from the likes of Hollywood Brown, but we've all equally had some, some bad, yeah. great ones. 
So, I mean, I think if, if the Bears do sort of sacrifice the, the, the longer stretches of the field and uh, Jackson can get off a through, like, n- nice deep throws, then maybe mm. maybe they'll be able to win. I feel like that's one of the... That's one of the best options, I think, yeah. going into this game, just because I think the Bears will try and shut down Jackson from a sort of mobility standpoint as, as much as they possibly can. Um, so I do think if he relies on his arm and he's accurate, I do see I do see a lot of opportunity for the mm. Ravens. But, I mean, yeah, he's he's not necessarily the most reliable as far as accuracy is concerned. No. So. <laughs> So who knows what will happen? But it'll be—I think it'll be a good one to watch. Though I'm, I'm looking forward to that as a game. I think, uh, yeah, it's—it could go either way for me. I, I'm, I do think the Ravens take the win, but uh, I don't think it's going to be an easy job for them by any stretch of the imagination. Agreed. And then next up, uh, an old NFC North derby. We've got uh, Vikings and Packers. Yeah, I mean, the Vikings finally get a get a win in a close game against the Chargers last week. I bet that was nice for you. Oh, it um, was great, yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, the, the Packers, um, nice, well, what turned out to be an easy win against the Seahawks. Um, but, yeah, I, th- I think the Packers probably probably win this. Um, Aaron Rodgers rarely has two two down games in a row. Um, no touchdowns and an interception against the Seahawks. So, I think he probably... He probably turns it on in this one, um, and I, th- I think the yeah the Packers probably get the win. But again, it could be quite high scoring because Kirk Cousins is having an amazing season, so a good matchup for fantasy, I think. But the Packers, I think, probably win. Yeah, I mean, as much as I'm, I don't want to say, it, I, I think <laughs> that yours is the logical uh, outcome. But I, I'm going to come out and say that the Vikings are going to definitely win this one. Yeah. Um, moving on, we've got the Bills and the Bills and the Colts. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, to be fair, this is this is one of the more interesting matchups of the week. Obviously, Colts um, won a couple in a row now, um, five and five. Um, obviously, trying to pick up uh, one of the wild card spots. Bills absolutely decimated the Jets last week, but the Colts are obviously a little bit better than the Jets, should we say? Um, so I think this will be a I think this will be a pretty tight matchup. Um, I think in, at the end of the day, I think it's just going to come down to Josh Allen. You know, are we going to get the Josh Allen versus versus the Jets and the uh, what was the team he played before? Are we going to get a thirty point performance out of Josh Allen or like versus the Jaguars? Um, this season, unfortunately, you just you just don't know. Um, he's been very inconsistent. Whereas Carson Wentz, on the other hand, over the past few weeks has been has been very good. I think if the Colts can get Jonathan Taylor going, um, which will be tough against the Bills defense because it is number one in the league at the minute. Um, then I think the I think the Colts could win this one, but I think it's going to come all down to to what type of Josh Allen we get. Yeah, I mean, as you say, I don't think anybody saw saw or foresaw the fact that Josh Allen would be so good. Um, speaking of obviously the Jaguars, Josh Allen <laughs> uh, over over quarterback Josh Allen in that particular matchup, no. but. Maybe it's just because they share the same name that it's like a kryptonite for him or something. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I think that Josh Allen's going to do well in this you one. You think he I, will? I think, uh, yeah. yeah. I, I think he's uh, he's obviously had a bit of a bit of a confidence shake, but but he's come back around and and now Diggs has had his game popping off. I think that's probably that's got it. the old uh, the old gears grinding for old Stefan as well. So <laughs> maybe maybe this is actually going to be going to be a pretty good game for the Bills, but. As you say, the Colts, the Colts are doing well, and Jonathan Taylor's terrifying too to to go up against. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, high scoring maybe. Who knows? Um, we will see. 
Next up, uh, another another riveting one for you here. We've got the Browns and the Lions. Oh, good Lord. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, the Lions, the, be- the best thing to say for Lions fans is they, they can no longer be the first own 17 team, so that's uh, that's good. That's good. After, yep. after, their, nice, nice draw. <laughs> after their draw against the Steelers. And I've got to say, at one point, I did I did switch just to that game to watch the, the overtime, and it was just dreadful. <laughs> apparently, apparently, Najee Harris. Like, I read someone Najee yeah. Harris wasn't aware that you could draw. You could draw. Oh, so he was, he was like helmeting up, getting ready to go back out, and they were like, "No, mate, we've we've just drawn." <laughs> so yeah, yeah, oh, it was it was it was dreadful. Um, I, I do feel for the Lions because they they're just so bad. Um, you know, Jared Goff still hasn't won a game. Um, outside of having Sean McVay as a coach. Um, that's or or an eight and one with the Lions, and then seven losses before McVay came to the Rams. So, um, yeah, I I think I mean the the Browns should win this. Uh, Mayfield is on track to start. Um, I know he came out this week and said he's over the past few weeks he's he's been you know battered and bruised like he's never been before in the league. Um, but you know th- this is the kind of game you want a nice easy game against the Lions. Um, I think I think the Browns do probably win, uh, and especially with I think Nick Chubb is back as well. I believe he might be right um, yeah. from COVID. He's still yeah he's still on the COVID list, but he's trending in the right direction. Um, yeah, I, I think if Chubb's there, Mayfield has a nice clean game. I, I can't really see the Browns losing this, um, but obviously for the spectator, it will be fairly boring. I would have thought. Yeah, uh, <laughs> good good assessment. I think. <laughs> I will not. I will not dwell on this matchup. Uh, Panthers. The Panthers are playing Washington. Yeah, and it, again, this could, this could be an exciting one. Um, obviously, you know Cam Newton um, back in the back in the fold, which I I didn't expect to see. Um, I mean, it was crazy that the fact that his first his first play was a touchdown, and then his second was also a touchdown. So, yeah, I think he's been welcomed back with open arms, to be honest. And don't don't get me wrong, um, if you know inside the red zone, Cam Newton is probably the best weapon in the league. Um, even now, I, I I still believe that true. Inside the five yard line, he he is. You know, it's just so tough to stop him. He's two hundred and sixty pounds, but. Um, looking at the news, obviously Matt Rule is trending towards starting him, and I, I just, I, I, I fear for the Panthers. I, I, I don't think he's got it. Um, I didn't think he did last season for the Patriots either. I know he got COVID and obviously was dropped off after that. But when he says there's, there's not thirty two quarterbacks that are better than me in the league, I disagree. I think, I think there is. I think, I think his time should be done. Um, and he probably should just be used if they want to as like a, a five yard specialist if that if that makes any sense. So I, I think the I think the Washington football team win this. Um, I, I don't I don't th- I think if if Cam starts I don't think I don't think he can beat that Washington defense with his arm any anymore. Well, wow, that was quite a quite an assessment on uh, on Cam there, but y- you clearly have thought about that a lot i have i have <laughs> um, yeah no no I, I get what you mean i think as you say he is he is a he is a horrendous threat in the in the red yeah. zone and he he did show that but he was in the red zone so that's kind of where he thrives i think you know m- moving that team up the field 
is that his strong point? Probably not. Um, I do think that he's 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 he must end up leading that team at some point. I, I can't see him not. But as you say, I don't know whether that is a good thing or a bad thing. He is not who he was, no. you know, five years ago. So I guess we see we see what happens there. Um, that is one where time will tell, I suppose. Um, but still, it's kind of. It's kind of exciting to see him playing again. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. After he was kind of left in the dirt as he was by the Patriots, it's uh, it's it's good to see that the Panthers have accepted him back, even though they've, you know, he's the replacement of his replacements, replacement, replacement, or whatever it is. <laughs> and they're um, still paying all four. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> oh, crazy. Um, then we have the Titans against the Texans, which I mean, I think that's probably going to be a win for the Titans. Yep, that's a, it's a good summary. Um, yeah, I think yeah, you, you you're probably starting all your, all your Titans options. Um, the, the Texans are pretty abysmal. Um, the only remotely exciting player on the Texans is Brandon Cook. So yeah, the, the Titans will win this. Um, I'm expecting not just for my fantasy sake, but I think he will just in general, bounce back. I think A.J. Brown, who only had one catch for 16 yards last week, I think he bounces back in a pretty big way. Um, I'm going to go out on a limb and say he's, he's in the top 10 next week. That's my call. Wow. So. Um, okay, well, we'll have to revisit <laughs> that next week. Crikey. Uh, Jaguars and 49ers. Yeah, for, I mean, forty nine is massive win against the Rams. Um, I didn't, I didn't see that coming. Not sure if you did. No, I don't think, I don't think no. anyone did. To be honest, um, especially in that fashion, thirty one to ten. Um, the Jaguars are also dreadful. Um, so yeah, the forty nine is are going to win this. I do feel for Trevor Lawrence as we discussed earlier because he is talented, but the Jaguars situation is just so tough. Um, the only bright spot for me is, is is James Robinson, obviously coming back last week and, and, and had a decent game, got in the end zone. So hopefully Robinson can do some bits. But yeah, the 49ers will win this. Um, and, you know, I mean, Debo Samuel will probably go off again, no doubt. He seems to every week now. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and then we've got the uh, the Jets and the Dolphins. I mean, I, I can see the Jets. I can see the Jets having a chance with this one. Yeah, I mean, and again, the, the Dolphins obviously with a win nobody expected against the against the Ravens, um, twenty two to ten. Um, so they'll be they'll be on a bit of a high. But yeah, you are right. It is one I can see the the Jets winning. Um, you know, two wins on the season. Um, it's two more than I thought they'd have. But yeah, you are you are right. The the Jets, <laughs> the Jets could win. Um, obviously their quarterback situation is a bit of a nightmare. I believe. Correct me if I'm wrong. That Joe Flacco is starting this week. Is that true? Wow. Um, off the top of my head. Da, da, da. Yeah, Jets, Jets to start quarterback Joe Flacco. So, yeah. Um, I mean, with that in mind, I'm, I'm going to give the Dolphins the benefit of the doubt and say they, they get their second <laughs> win in a row. As a Broncos fan, I can I can vouch for how bad Joe Flacco is now. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, the, the Dolphins should this one, uh, should win this one. Yeah. Um, you know, the likes of Jalen Waddle, hopefully Tua has a decent game. The Jets' defence is pretty bad. They have conceded, what, 90 points over the last two weeks, I believe, or something crazy like that. Um, Cranky. So, yeah, the, the Dolphins should should win this one, I think. Um, but, again, it's it's not one I'm excited for. <laughs> no, uh, I think I share that sentiment with you, to be honest. Um, and then next up, ooh, Eagles against the Saints. Now, actually, to be to be fair, that'll be a that'll be a relatively interesting one. Um, Saints defense very strong. 
Um, Eagles, nice win against uh, against my Broncos last week. Um, Eagles not out of it in terms of uh, the playoff race. They're, they're at four and six now. Um, could possibly sneak into a wild card, but it would take a, a nice run of games. Um, Saints still rolling with, with Trevor Simeon, I believe. Um mm-hmm. It, it, it's one of those matchups. I, I think. I think the Eagles. I'm going to say the Eagles win this one. Um, but again, I, I don't think it's a very. I think it's probably an ugly performance from from Jalen Hurts. It's, it's going to be a scrappy game. The Saints' defense is very good. Trevor Simeon is very bad. It, it, it's going to be. It's going to be a tough game for both sides. I think. But I think the Eagles probably get the win. But I think Hurts. I think Hurts probably has less than twenty fantasy points in this one. Yeah, I think I can see him relying on his uh, his running backs quite heavily yeah. as well, which seems to be the way that the game scripts are going these days. Um, so yeah, it's I, I I fancy the Eagles though. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I do. Um, next up, then Raiders and Bengals. So the Raiders were thrashed by the Chiefs, and the Bengals do have a pretty damn good offense. Do you think it's going to lean in the Bengals' way? Yeah, both both teams five and four. Um, yeah, I'm rooting for the Bengals. Uh, and my dynasty hero Jamar Chase um, coming back after the bye week. Um, yeah, I mean the Raiders will have had to have a, a pretty busy week of practice. I mean they got absolutely cooked by the Chiefs. So it, it, unless there's some big changes, I think the Bengals certainly there's there's touchdowns to be had on that Raiders defense. Um, Burrow's been pretty solid all season. Um, obviously the, he's got an array of receivers, Higgins, um, and obviously Chase has been absolutely electric. And then obviously your boy Joe Mixon hopefully will get some work as well. But yeah, I, I think the Bengals will win this. Um, not that it'll be a blowout to the Chiefs' extent on the Raiders' side of things, but um, yeah, I think the Bengals will will win this. Yeah, I I'm hoping so. Um, <laughs> for similar reasons to you, but more more leaning on Mixon than Chase, obviously. Um, <laughs> and then oh, we've got oh, this is I think this is maybe the best matchup of the week potentially. Chiefs and Cowboys. Yeah, I think this is it's possibly one of the games of the season given how, you know, both teams have started. Um, you know, Cowboys red hot, you know, one blip. Chiefs now red hot after after Mahomes had a had a couple of off weeks. I mean, I'm hoping this one's, you know, closer to a cricket score than anything else. I think, you know, I think this will be fantastic for fantasy. Hopefully it's one of those ones I can see it being, you know, just an out and out duel between between Mahomes and and Dak, two of the best young quarterbacks in the league. Um so yeah, start all your Chiefs and Cowboys players. I think that there's there's points to be had in this one. I'm I'm going to go out on a limb though here and given that we said we liked him and I, I think the Cowboys edge this one. That's that. Ooh, I think well yeah, I think given historical performances from this season, I think I think you're well placed to to be correct there. The, um, for sure, the Cowboys. I, yeah, the Cowboys defense is it is you know it's it's not perfect, but it's it's certainly you know leaps and bounds ahead of where it was last year. Um, well, they got Trevon Diggs playing. Well, yeah, that's it. Out, so eight I mean, interceptions. interceptions. <laughs> I'm sure he'd love to add Mahomes to his tally. So yeah, so I think the Cowboys. Yeah. I think the Cowboys win this one. Um, but yes, I, I think both teams score score thirty plus. I think would be a fair assessment. Perfect, excellent. Um, oh, coming towards the end now, we've got the Seahawks and the Cardinals. That's uh, 
another quite big one really yeah another massive game I mean if the Seahawks have any chance of, of, of making the playoffs and, and keeping Russell Wilson then they really need to start winning some games I'm going to give Wilson the benefit of the doubt coming back off the off the finger injury he was he was pretty dreadful against the Packers um, so I am expecting him to, to bounce back in this one um, obviously Cardinals lead the division Um but I, th- I think they probably still win, to be fair. I, I don't really like what I've seen from the Seahawks all season, even when um, they even when Wilson has been playing. Um, Kyler Murray's pretty close to a return, apparently. Um, not definite that he'll start versus Seattle. If Murray starts, I think they win. If, if, if he doesn't, I think the Seahawks have probably got enough to edge it. Ooh, interesting assessment. I guess we will see. Um... Okay, then we've got the Chargers and the Steelers. Chargers and the Steelers. This will be yeah. This will be an interesting one as well. Um, I mean, obviously, no one likes to draw with the Lions. Um, <laughs> well, no. So that the- no one likes to do anything other than win. Rich, <laughs> no. Um, yeah, if you were to draw with anyone, it don't want to be the Lions. But um, yeah, the Steelers will be looking to bounce back, as will the Chargers. Um, obviously, after losing to to your Vikings. Um, Steelers defense still, still, still as strong as it ever as it ever was. So I think this is a, a pretty rough matchup for for Justin Herbert, unfortunately. Um, but likewise, the Steelers offense is is also is is pretty garbage, even with Ben Roethlisberger. Um, I think Mason Rudolph is still expected to start at the minute, although the light is the door is still a little bit open for Roethlisberger to start, I believe. Um, but I, th- I think either way again I think this is quite a feisty game um, hopefully again the Steelers rely pretty heavily on Najee Harris but I think it's it, it's a tough matchup for Herbert and as, as, as good as he is he has he's had a few off weeks now um, and I, I don't think this is the week it turns around so if, if I had to pick someone I think the Steelers win but again it's a very close gritty game not very good for fantasy mm. Yeah, I hope you're wrong, but uh, I feel like you might be right. And then finally, uh, we've got the Buccaneers against the Giants. Danny Dimes owns seven in a primetime matchups. I did read an article saying that a few people do think he'll he'll win this one. I do not share those sentiments. Um, Buccaneers with a with a, a tough loss to the Washington football team. Brady's going to bounce back in a big way, I think. Um, I I can't see this going any other way than a than a Buccaneers win. I can't see I can't see the Giants' offense getting anything going against that Buccaneers' defense. No, well, you'd hope not, given uh, yeah. <laughs> how strong it is. But again, well, I guess we'll we'll see what happens in these matchups uh, in the week ahead. Um, okay, it's it's time, Jack. I know uh, I know we, we've tried to. <laughs> oh, let's just let's just skip it this week. <laughs> But, uh, well, would that we could. Um, we will go through Week 10's matchups in our Dynasty League. Would you like to go? Yeah, first? let's. I'll get mine out of the way, then we'll, we'll rattle through the rest. So, yeah, I mean, I, I unfortunately lost to Kieran, uh, 120 to Kieran, uh, 76. Yes, that's right, I said 76. Um, to me, I mean, the, the easiest way to sum it up is I only had one player score above 10 points. Is Ouch. is the easy, which was Cooper Cup, obviously twenty four point two, a great week for him as well. But you know, when you're getting a combined thirteen from Russell Wilson and Stafford, um, AJ Brown three point three, 
zero from TJ Hawkinson. It's just, yeah, I never had much of a chance. Although Kieran didn't have many any, any standout performers, um, apart from C.D. Lamb, really, uh, 28.6. He did have five five players scored double digits, and that was that was enough to beat me, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy that Kieran's kicker did more than uh, one <laughs> yeah, member of your team. So, yeah, it was yeah, a, a rough, crushing blow, really. A rough um, week for me. Yeah, um, which brings Kieran level to you. So he's 3-7 and seven and you're 3-7 and seven now, um, which... Yeah, I think you had that good burst of form, and it's just not—it's It's not been quite as good as you you want it to be these past couple of weeks. But um, there's still time. There, there is, is still time. There it's, is. it's very close, actually. Um, the table. Uh, I'll just go over that now. So I'm at the top with eight and two, with Elliot Hot on my heels, also eight and two. Then there's a little bit of a drop off. Six and four for Tom. Five and five for Rohan. Five and five for Alex. Five and five for Lewis. Four and six for Sam. Three and seven for you. Uh, three and seven for James and three and seven for Kieran. Oh. So, you know, there's there's only the difference of what three points between three wins between you and third place. So yeah, it's it, well. I need yeah. to win out really though. I need to go four and over the next over the last four weeks. That's my yeah. only chance. I, I think that's yeah, that's your your best opportunity. I think, I think. Yeah, I think the six. Whoever finishes with the sixth seed, I think will finish seven and seven. I think that would be my prediction. Yeah, and that's my I, only chance. I think I'm with you there. Um, I did pretty damn well. I think I was the second <laughs> best scorer this week. Uh, 170 points to Rohan's 135. Um, obviously, we're in rematch territory now because uh, the, these yeah. matchups were the same as week one. So, unfortunately for Rohan, I have once again uh, snatched victory, uh, mainly really due to the fantastic performance from the Chiefs. So, Pat Mahomes got me a a delightful 37 points. He was obviously number one this week. Uh, fantasy asset. Stefan Diggs popped off 31 points. Travis Kelsey nice. 20 points. Um, and the the New England Patriots were my uh, defense. They had 13 points, so that was good. I think everybody else didn't quite meet expectations. I was once again resorted to having to play Gio, <laughs> Gio Bernard, <laughs> who got me a whopping 1.8 points. Um, thank God that that didn't matter too much. Austin Eckler, a modest 14, uh, and Jalen Waddle, obviously, uh, 10 points there. So, not bad, not mm. great. Deontay Johnson, I think, was my biggest disappointment, along with Dalton Schultz, who got 2.4, which is just yes. mental. Uh, I mean, Schultz has been, well, he's been a very good uh, kind of, very good asset for the first half of the season, but these past couple, past three weeks, he's just not been not been putting up those numbers. And you, you know, if you say, "Oh yeah, <laughs> the, yeah it's going to be a forty-three <laughs> point win," then you'd be like, "Oh god, definitely play him." But no, he got a mere one one reception for fourteen yards. Yeah. Um, Brady didn't play his best last nope. week, um, which obviously went in my favour. Uh, I think he had two interceptions, didn't he? Yep, two yep. interceptions, uh, 14 points altogether. Uh, obviously, Rohan has Williams, who, you know, he, he, went, <laughs> he went crazy. <laughs> did very, very well. Uh, but, yeah, aside from that, Rohan didn't really have anybody who, who was a standout performer. Uh, he has kind of stuck to keeping a quarterback in his super flex spot, which I'm proud. Good good job, Rohan, even though it's Jimmy, Jimmy G. Uh, 16 points is obviously a very good number, and I don't know if anyone on your bench would you would have played over him. Obviously, you do. He does have Ramondre Stevenson, uh, yeah. who I imagine will be making more appearances in Rohan's uh, 
sort of lineup from uh, from this day Definitely. forward. Um, but obviously, it was a bit of a risk play anyway. I don't know whether you would have played him over Jimmy G, but yeah, uh, good little good little matchup there. I was quite happy with the result. Uh, next up, we've got Sam and oh, Alex. What a My game! My God, what a we've, game! We've got a win for Sam with one hundred and twelve point four points. Alex loses with one hundred and eleven point two two. I insane. think that's one of the closest I've ever seen in our leagues, to be honest. Um, do you want to analyze? Yeah, this one? go for it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, one of the the tightest matchups we've ever had. We're literally talking a reception either way. Um. You know, again, Sam's side of things, biggest performers were, were Devontae Smith, 22, uh, as we mentioned earlier, with the two touchdowns. Uh, a down week for Lamar Jackson uh, and Trevor Lawrence, they struggled. Um, Smith, Traquan Smith, had 14, which was was um, over double as projected. But again, poor performances from Mike Williams, AJ Green, very bad as well. So it wasn't an amazing result. Uh, on the flip side... Alex had Mac Jones, 19.9, with three touchdowns. Good performance from him. And as we mentioned, Gibson. Um, Devante Adams, down week for him, only 14 points. Uh, and Keenan Allen, a respectable 17. Mark Andrews with 18. But then he did also have two zeros, um, <laughs> which is not what Crazy. you want from Russell Gage and Mike Gesicki. So even if Gage had caught a ball for zero yards, uh, Alex would have won. Uh, it was literally that close. Um, look into the benches. I mean, there wasn't much on there. Michael Carter and Kendrick Bourne, actually, for Alex, would have massively helped. Uh, 18 and 25 for Kendrick Bourne. Um, but yeah, one of the tightest matchups I think we'll ever have. Yeah, I don't think it'll be that, <laughs> that much closer. Um, yeah, very tight, very unfortunate for Alex, uh, very fortunate for Sam. So yeah, Sam is, is up at four and six, um, which. You know, after the amount of slating that we've given him on this podcast over the past <laughs> few months, um, you know, he's he's clearly out he's, to, yeah. to prove us wrong. His, well, he, mess- if, he, he messaged the group chat, didn't yeah. he, and said that his uh, his tanking season wasn't yeah. going to plan. Yeah, so. that was it. <laughs> I would, I'd love it for him to make playoffs. Like, <laughs> Can you imagine? Um, and it's it's not far off being a possibility, oh. uh, which is the mental thing. Um, so yeah, well done, Sam. Good job. Uh, then we have uh, another clash here, kind of a mid-table clash with, uh, well, I say mid-table, really it's not. Uh, poor old James <laughs> down at ninth. Uh, <laughs> we've got Tom and James, um, and James was the victor with 155 points this week to Tom's 139. So again, just a matter of sort of 15 points in it, um, not a great deal. Josh Allen played pretty well, uh, but Dak Prescott for Tom was was kind of a key standout performer. Aaron Jones uh, was Tom's RB one this week, and obviously he yeah. exited early. Which I think if he hadn't, he was he was on pace to do a lot better, yeah. um, which probably cost him really. Um, and then the G Harris for for James obviously played serviceably well. Ezekiel Elliott was the RB two for Tom. He had a nice game with nineteen point seven six. Swift was uh, James's response with seventeen point five. Tyreek Hill, 26.5. He was in the top 10 uh, earlier, as we mentioned. Terry McLaurin, only 11.9 for James. Michael Pittman, 12.10 for Tom, with uh, Hollywood Brown, 8.7 for James. So, I mean, as we're reading down, it's kind of leaning heavily in Tom's favour so far. 
but then we kind of get to the Titan situation. Darren Waller only got 6.4 for Tom, whereas uh, George Kittle's returning to his sort of prime Titan spot back. now. 16 points on a good uh, 50 yards and a touchdown. Lenny Fournette, 17.2. He's he's coming back a little bit because he was obviously by last week and he was quiet the week before, so it's nice to see him kind of coming back. Uh, Jarvis Landry for James in response only six. So again, yeah, it's weighted in Tom's favour, but Ayuk, the guy who we all, <laughs> all kind of, well, I say we all, I, I honestly was an Ayuk truther too. I thought he'd do really well. Same. Um, and I was trying to pilfer him off Tom, but I'm quite glad that he didn't trade me in the end. Um, it's uh, 5.6, uh, whereas Pollard, uh, ironically, Pollard in, in James's lineup while Zeke was in Tom's, Pollard nearly did as well as Zeke with 15.8 points. It's just crazy how those two can have such similar scores uh, on a Fantastic week to week basic. Uh, Herbert only 12, while Carr got 18.24. And then we've just got a really abysmal performance from the kickers. <laughs> three three from Youngway Koo with just uh, just the one field goal. And then just the one extra point for uh, McLaughlin of uh, of the Browns. Uh, sorry, is it, yeah, that's the Browns, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And then finally, the, the thing that clinched it... The big matchup. ...was uh, Arizona only getting three points defensively, but Indianapolis got 15. So that choice of a defense there... Definitely helped James over the line. Uh, I think that was biggest, dif- potentially one of the biggest differential differentials. Can't get my words out there. Um, <laughs> so yeah, Tom. Tom unfortunately um, slipping. A- well, he's still in third, but the the gap is is widening slightly. Uh, I know you were quite eager for for uh, Tom to win this one just to keep James oh. behind you, but he's he's drawn level now. Um, and then we have one more matchup, which I guess I'll let you. Uh, I'll let you take. That was Lewis against Elliot, and it, it was a bit, yeah. of a bit of a blowout. This one, uh, 185 points for Elliot, uh, 105 points for Lewis. Yeah, for, uh, rough one for Lewis. Um, you know, 55 points under projected, um, which is uh, b- believe me, I know how he feels on that one. <laughs> um, I think you. I think you win that prize this week, mate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, Lewis. Lewis adds. Two good performers, uh, McCaffrey and uh, and JT Jonathan Taylor, um, with twenty six and twenty five respectively. And um, after that, it was a it was a bit of a disaster. Um, no one else getting above above ten, unfortunately. Down weeks for Amari Cooper, Carson Wentz. Although they won, was you know pretty average. No touchdowns, unfortunately. Um, Teddy Bridgewater, my Broncos quarterback, just as dreadful. Um, <laughs> on the on the flip side. You know, low, low, low scoring performance from Aaron Rodgers, uh, despite the Packers' win. He only got 9.4, um, but then after that, it, it, it does get better for Elliot. Dalvin Cook with 20. Um, one of the stars of the season, James Conner, with another touchdown, 15 points. Um, Debo Samuel, who we've talked about seemingly every week, with 31. Justin Jefferson with 23. Um, and then Dearness Johnson popping in again, 21 points for the Browns in, uh, in place of Nick Chubb. Tannehill was 17, and the Bills' defense with 13, another good performance. So yeah, this one was a bit of a write-off for Lewis. Unfortunately, he just he just didn't have his his uh, his players perform. Unfortunately, yeah, it was it was a tough one. Um, but I guess that's the that's the way it goes. Unfortunately, from one week to the next, um, Lewis obviously uh, has has a few kind of key players that that didn't play. Um, I think chief amongst those, obviously Calvin Ridley, who's, yeah. who's taken a step back from the game was, uh, was one of the kind of 
primary weapons on the on Lewis's offense, and and having lost him is obviously a a blow to that team. Uh, having said that, I guess we uh, we have a look over to week eleven. So, yeah, rematch for me and L, Clash of the Titans once again. Uh, we're both eight and two, so whoever takes this victory is uh, is first placed. Uh, obviously, Elliot won our last matchup. Um, I did win the one before, and the one before was the championship. So yeah, oh. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be too upset. Just start about to it. get that in there, didn't uh, you? Yeah, I just had to mention it. But, you <laughs> know, we're, we're, we're statisticians, Jack. We yeah, have to true. mention previous matchups. <laughs> um, but yeah, this this is a big game, um, especially Massive. this kind of tail end of the season. I think we're both vying, obviously, for that um, first first round bye. Um, with the way that we're playing, I think it's achievable for us both. To be honest, to be honest. Ooh, I'm back. I lost my microphone for a second there. Yeah, I think it's both, right? it, it's it's possible for us both <laughs> to um <laughs> to get that that first round by um and I hope that we both do um but we'll see. This is I think this is the game that's gonna give one of us a significant yeah, knee up. So we'll see how how that goes. Currently, I'm predicted 182 and Elliot's predicted 170. Um, I mean. He's lost Derek Henry, but he's replaced him with James Connor. And uh, I mean, if you t- if <laughs> just you told as good, me that, apparently. <laughs> well, if you told me that like a few months ago, I would have been laughing and thinking, "Ha, oh, it's mine." But uh, James Connor's been putting up the points, and with uh, with Edmonds not being uh, up to scratch, then Connor's obviously getting fed even more. So, yeah, not a bad substitute. And obviously, Elliot has the secret weapon in Debo Samuel, um, who's playing against the Jacksonville Jaguars next week. So. Oh. God. I'm I'm a little I'm a little nervous. I will not lie. Um, I do feel like Elliot's got some players that really could pop off, but likewise, you know, Monty might have a good game. I get uh, I get my old pal Mon- uh, Monty back, so that's that's a, a bright spot for me, I suppose. But we'll see how he performs. I yeah, I, I need okay. one or two players to really go off. I think to have a chance of this one. I can't call this one. Yeah going to be tight um, hopefully like we said the, the the chiefs have a have another barn burner with the cowboys that'd help you out a bit definitely i think the the mahomes kelsey combo if i could get that back to uh to its winning ways then yeah. that that is undoubtedly the best kind of duo on my team so with a bit of luck that'll work out for me but we will see as you say it's a close one uh, next up, we've got a battle of the three and uh, the three and seven and the four and six uh, in Sam and uh, James. So uh, James is predicted to win this one, one hundred sixty three point two two points. But Sam just keeps just having keeps that grinding them victories out. He does, he does <laughs> the, the narrow margins, but it's still a dub. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think given given the, the the setups, James should win this one fairly comfortably. I mean, Dak. We're expecting him to have a great game, aren't we? Yeah, hundred um, percent. So I think he he alone should help to 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 lead that lead that charge. And then obviously George Kittle's returning to form, so he's another great player. So I think they're the two two differentials, uh, the difference makers on James's team for sure. Uh, for me, I think they will really help out. And uh, obviously, I would take Najee Harris over. Uh, over Mr. Oh, over Mr. Devonte Freeman any day nice. of the week, so um, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, who who knows what? Who knows what will happen? Uh, but yeah, I, I say who knows. I think I think James should win. He should, he should do. We'll we will see. Oh, next up we've got another tight one. We've got Tom and Alex. Oh yeah, that is a that is a close one. Uh, one sixty eight for Tom. One sixty to Alex. 
um, Tom sitting at six and four, Alex at five and five. So very close between the two in terms of the in terms of the standings. Um, and you've got big players on either side of the ball. Um, obviously, Tom's got his big guns in Allen, Zeke, uh, Tyreek Hill. And then, you know, you've got Alex with the likes of Devon Adams. Hopefully, Gibson has another good week. Mark Andrews is very solid at the tight end spot. I think this is similar to yours in that it's, it's going to be a very tough matchup. Um, I, I can see it going either way. Just looking at the benches, I think these are probably the lineups they will go with. Um, interesting... Uh, Alex is starting Cam Newton, um, which if he listens to before Sunday, I would strongly avoid, but we'll, <laughs> we'll see if I'm right or not. Um, but yeah, very tight matchup. Um, I think given what we've said in that, um, we think the Dallas K- KC game will be a barn burner. I think I'd give the edge slightly to Tom with Tyreek Hill and Zeke, um, but that's just me. Yeah. Um yeah, no, I think I agree with you on that one. Um, I do think if if one is to win, however, it will just be by a nose. I think yeah, it's going to be agreed. quite close. Um, but yeah, I, I do favour Tom on this one, I must say. Uh, and then next up, we've got yourself and Rohan. And this one is Oof. another exceptionally close prediction. God. So we've got 154.28 to Rohan, 152.35 to yourself. So that is, yeah, yeah. that's a very tight one. I mean, I've considering how many points, and I'm still third in the league in scoring, which just is it's taking the piss a little bit, really, at three and seven. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm I'm gonna I'll tell you what I'll predict that I'm going to lose, and we'll see what happens. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be close. The, the the issue for me in this matchup with Rohan is if Russell Wilson pops off, really, it's going to DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett, which shafts me. So. Uh, it, it's going to be a tough one for me. I, I need the likes of Jamar Chase, Alvin Kamara coming back this week for me to, to really do something. And hopefully TJ Hawkinson doesn't have another zero week. Yeah, definitely. And then finally, we've got a bit of a, what looks to be a blowout week uh, in a competition between Lewis and Kieran. Lewis has predicted 151.82. Kieran's predicted 96.91. Uh, yeah, I mean, I would say, yeah, it's going to be a going to be a close. Well, I say it's going to be a close game. Um, I was projected one seventy three last week against Kieran. He was projected one twenty, and I ended up scoring seventy six. Um, <laughs> yeah, so anything can, anything can happen. But really, Lewis should win. Uh, Kieran's got a few buy spots to to fill. Jerry Judy and Odell Beckham. Uh, is out. Hopefully, for Kieran's sake, Kyler Murray um, does start because he can slot him in, in in the super flex there. That will help him out massively. Um, but really, Lewis should get back to, to winning ways here. Yeah, great assessment. Okay, so I guess that concludes uh, well, concludes the podcast for yet another week. Um, so yeah, I guess we'll see how things transpire in the week ahead. I can't believe we're moving into week 11. It's absolutely crazy. Um, <laughs> it's gone so fast. Yeah, it's it's kind of, yeah, I'm getting to that point now where I'm starting to get a little sad because, um, <laughs> you know, it's it's coming to an end. But likewise, with that comes the playoffs and that's, that's always exciting. So we'll see how things go there. Um, any final words of, of wisdom or little nuggets of foresight from, from yourself? Uh, I mean, not this week. I think <laughs> I'm in such a mood. No, I think I think there is there is still players to be had on the waivers. I think, like you know, if you are desperate, you know, maybe Cam Newton is an option. Um, even if he has a bad game, he could still get three rushing touchdowns. That's just the type of player he is. 
Um, you know, we're getting into the nitty gritty now. Really, if you if you want to get into the playoffs, you're gonna to have to start winning now. So it's it's time to pay attention. Yeah, definitely. Perfect. Well, that concludes the podcast. Thank you very much for listening, as always. Before we go, we'd just like to share a little milestone with you all. Uh, we hit 500 downloads, which is, you know, a modest amount in, in contrast <laughs> with a lot of the big guys out there. But for us, it's it's a huge, a huge milestone. And uh, back when we started this, I think we've always done this more for our own pleasure, I guess, than, yeah. <laughs> than anything else, just because we, we love talking about football and we thought we'd kind of put it into a format. Um, but having said that, you know, we really do appreciate uh, people tuning yep. in and having a listen. And uh, we hope that even if we don't provide you help from week to week, um, because you, you might think that our advice is uh, <laughs> not up to your standards. Um, but uh, but still, the fact that you tune in and listen, is it's it just brings a smile to our faces when we see that little uh, that little number ticking up there so thank you very much for listening and sticking with us uh just this past week uh we've had a listener from australia which is a first oh, for us fantastic uh we've got got a few guys from from the us so thank you to you guys for for tuning in and listening and of course our our prime base is here in the uk because uh them americans probably think that we're not qualified to talk about <laughs> the, the beautiful sport that they've invented so uh yeah thank you very much everybody and as ever we will see you next time